Welcome to TV is my happy place and my take on the entertaining and drama-free 2023 Oscars. Know that I not only watch the actual broadcast, but I also tune in for pre-show festivities and post-show ones, including the day after recaps. Let's begin with the fashion. My number one favorite was Angela Bassett's stunning purple, or hydrangea as one commentator called it, gown. It fit her perfectly and she looked absolutely regal. Other favorites were Cara Delevingne's red dress, Jessica Chastain's sparkling form-fitting black and white number, and Ariana DeBose's beautiful white gown that with its architectural-like embellishments could have been designed by Frank Lloyd Wright if fashion design were his thing. I love the touches of Art Deco. For the men, I think my favorite tuxes were Samuel L. Jackson's and anyone wearing midnight blue or classic black. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. If you have to walk in your outfit, try doing so before choosing it. It would have been very unfortunate and admittedly meme-worthy if Elizabeth Banks had done a faceplant on the Dolby Theater stage. I don't think it was the Bears' fault. I think it was a misfortunate choice of dress. It was great to see award-winning Ricky Minor back as music director. I've seen him on so many shows, including the Kennedy Center Honors, Grammys, and American Idol. It's comforting to see familiar faces from time to time. Now to the awards. It was a night of many new nominees winning their Oscars. In fact, all four of the major acting category winners were first-time nominees. Everything Everywhere All at Once received the most awards and many of my favorite speeches of the night were from its winners. There was film editor Paul Rogers commenting, This is my second film, y'all. This is crazy. He made a few comments about the Daniels, a few shout-outs to his friends and family, and a final thank you. To the point and heartfelt, nailed it. The Supporting Actor and Actress Award winners' speeches were phenomenal. Love that former refugee Kiwi Kwan never gave up on his dreams and encouraged everyone to keep pursuing theirs. Throughout the entire awards season, his infectious enthusiasm and gratitude have moved me. And what a gift for his 84-year-old mother to see her son win an Oscar. Supporting actress winner Jamie Lee Curtis was equally grateful acknowledging the hundreds of thousands of people who have watched her movies and contributed to her career, as well as her Oscar-nominated parents, before exclaiming, We just won an Oscar together. A great reminder that none of us achieve anything alone. Jamie's win and Best Actress Michelle Yeoh's win were a boost to the boomers because both are in their 60s. And as Michelle said, ladies, Don't let anyone tell you you are past your prime. I also agree with her comments about being a beacon of hope and possibility. Her 84-year-old mom was undoubtedly very proud. And it did not go unnoticed by me and other Oscar fans, I imagine, that Halle Berry, first African-American lead actress winner, awarded the first Asian lead actress winner her Oscar. All three of these winners' exuberance reminded me of Cuba Gooding Jr.'s and Roberto Bagnini's acceptances years ago. 
Google those if you don't remember. They'll brighten your day. Then we have this speech from the Daniels, Quan and Shinert, who directed everything everywhere all at once. Nuggets from their speeches. Dressing and drag is a threat to no one. Genius emerges from the collective. Thank you to those who unlocked my genius. We are all descendants of someone, somewhere, and there is greatness everywhere. Other standout winners for me were as follows. Original song winner Natu Natu from RRR was the first song to be nominated from an Indian production. M.M. Kiravani's acceptance speech was a pleasant surprise. Who would have guessed he had been influenced by the Carpenters? Good reminder to check our assumptions at the door. His new lyrics for the Carpenters' classic Top of the World made me smile. Side note, M.M. mentioned in his acceptance speech at the Golden Globes, he was also influenced by John Williams, oldest 2023 Oscar nominee with 53 nominations throughout his career and five wins. Ruth Carter, who won for Best Costume Design for Wakanda Forever, is the only African-American female to have two Oscars. Her other one was for Black Panther. It was amazing she held it together and showed up for this historic win, even though her mother, at 101, had become an ancestor that week. When Brendan Fraser won for Best Actor, I was a bit concerned about his well-being. I thought he was having an anxiety attack or a stroke. He shared in a post-show interview he was feeling hyperventilated and dizzy. He was swooning with gratitude that after three decades he was receiving this recognition. It was perfect that Harrison Ford bestowed the last award of the night. Best Picture going to everything, everywhere, all at once gave viewers the chance to see Kiwi Kwan on stage again, hugging his first co-star. It felt and looked like a full circle moment. As Jimmy Kimmel signed off, he joked we would be joining Good Morning America already in progress, and he put a one on the scoreboard for number of Oscar shows without incident. Love that. Listeners, that brings us to the end of this episode. Time for me to tune in to something that's going to make me happy and give me a welcome distraction from the ills of the world. I hope you'll join me again next month. In the meantime, I invite you to check out past episodes. Until we meet again, may something good happen to you every day.